Hey friend, we are back with a really big idea today. And it's one I think that all of my clients, without knowing the word, I, they know I pull it out because it means a lot to me. And this one thing is probably what kept me dancing for so many years. And I keep coming back to it because I keep seeing a lack of this key health component all around me. And it has to do with mind-body connection, but we're going to get a little bit deeper than that today. But first, it's coming up fast, September 19th at 11 a.m. If you have not signed up already, go to fitwithmommylou.com slash five habit workshop. It's the five habit framework workshop. I'm going to talk about the five habit areas that we work with with Body Habit Rescue and really just learning a bit about why I focus the on these areas, what's important about these areas, why you may need to give some attention to these areas if you really want to see results that last. Get the link with the reminders by going to fitwithmommylou.com slash five habit workshop up at the top. I think it just says free five habit workshop. Get on there, sign up so that I can see you on September 19th, there's a live Q&A at the end if you're a part of it. That will not be included in the replay, but I will include the rest of it in the replay. So please, September 19th, 11 a.m., go sign up and I want to see you there. I want to answer your questions. But today we're going to talk about this big word. Are you ready for it? Interoception. Interoception. It's kind of like a sixth sense. It's not so much a gut feeling, uh, certainly related. It's actually technically more the eighth sense after vestibular and proprioception senses. Uh, we have, you know, t seeing, touch, taste, smell. I'm missing one. I can't remember, you know it <laughs> off the top of your head, but uh, touch with it, touch, seeling, taste, smell, sight. There we go. And we generally know uh, what these are. We're, we're very familiar with these. Um, but this, this interoception is a general knowing about what's happening across our bodies in any given moment. It's interpreted as the, the perception of the whole state of the body. Entero means whole or entire, and it's our body's response to stimuli and kind of like the mind-body connection. The word is, is not super popular in research, although it's gained a lot of popularity since the 90s in both psychology and human behavior. And I, I think many times we lose sensitivity to our interpret or our interpretation of this sense and its signals. And what they're finding is that actually it causes a disconnection that could contribute to anxiety, depression, even things as big as PTSD or eating disorders. Are we familiar with these? Yes. Mild disconnection can even lie a lot on, under the guise of productivity and efficiency. Uh, at home, on errands, and work, in education systems, in economic challenges, in politics, and social discourse about really challenging issues. We miss our body's signals. 
feeling stressed or at ease, feeling hungry or full, whether we're running on a full tank or whether we're on fumes, whether we're breathing shallow like I am right now because I'm trying to get all this information to you or whether we're breathing deep, whether we feel safe or unsafe or whether we feel allowed to feel safe. These are interpreting the, the signals that our body is giving us. The world is constantly asking us to separate our thoughts from our bodies, to disregard our gut feelings, our basic needs, our sixth sense that something is off. And interoception makes us more aware of our emotional and physical needs so that we can satisfy these needs in healthy ways. Today, I want to give you permission to ground yourself and to grow your interoception, your very real sixth sense or eighth sense, so that you can begin to have a real understanding of where whole health begins. Let's get into it. Hey, mama, are you way too busy to figure out what you actually need for your health? Do you want to make sustainable progress in your health goals while also feeling at peace with your body? Maybe you just feel stuck. You dread getting dressed in the morning because, well, nothing fits anymore. Hey, I'm Lou, and wherever you are, we're going to love your body to health. As a mom, wife, and trainer, I like to debunk popular culture to help you find research-based sustainable habits. We're moving out of overwhelm and into empowerment. Wherever you are, fill up that water bottle, lace up those shoes because we're about to move your health. Let's catch up, friend. I'll go ahead and apologize. The AC has kicked on in the background here, but we're going to keep on trucking with this huge topic today, interoception. Um, and it just, I don't know if I had this topic going, this idea going first, or if this uh, story that I'm about to tell you happened and then I thought of interoception, but I thought it was a great example of what I was talking about. And it has to do with my middle child, my son, at Starbucks recently. Well, when he was much younger, we used to have Starbucks dates uh, when, he, when his older brother went to preschool. And we would go and get cake pops specifically. And he always liked the birthday cake pop. And that was back when Starbucks was expensive, but not as crazy expensive as it is right now <laughs> so uh, and we we will go there from time to time he's now seven years old and we'll go there still go there from time to time and I always know the birthday cake pop is his cake pop but well my son my husband happened to have this five dollar gift card that he wanted to spend or just use because we never go to Starbucks so he happened to stop there and all three of our children were in the car and he just went in and he was like I know my, my wife said my son likes cake pops. How much are they? And of course they were like too, way too much. I guess they were all $5. They were $5 for one. And my husband got one cake pop for three kids. <laughs> and it also was not my youngest son's favorite. It was an Oreo cookies and cream cake pop. And my son has uh, had had a speech delay when he was younger he tends to be a little bit more physical has a more physical response when when he gets upset and he my husband passed back a cup of water in this one cake pop of course he was gonna had some ideas for other later food but he just wanted to spend this I guess on the way out to some errands 
And my son took the cup of water and threw the cup of water out the window. Not only that, it hit another car. And my husband says that the people were actually pretty upset about it. Just that they thought maybe the car had been shot by uh, uh, some, he didn't know what was happening. And thankfully there were no issues, no dents with the car, anything like that. It was really, really awkward. I can only imagine my husband having to navigate that situation. But suffice it to say, my son came home and had to stay home for the day. It was supposed to be a fun day between my husband and the children. And that did not work out for my son. Uh, but we, we, in that moment of him, him coming home, and staying with me during that fun time. We talked about what was going on inside at the time. What happened before he threw the cup during that moment and after that moment. And we were working on hearing the anger, noticing it, how our bodies were res will respond to anger and finding ways to bring that boil back down to a controllable state. And right now we're working on counting backwards from any number between one and 10 and I'll have him grade his anger. We'll find the number and we're going to count backwards slowly from that number with deep breaths. And I mean, we all struggled at this, right? Not, we're not going to throw a, a cup out the window and hit another car. Hopefully most of us that are listening to this, but we do have overwhelming thoughts and feelings and situations, and there's no real solution on how to fix them quickly. And then other old poor habits come creeping in. Well, not creeping in, they come rushing in and we really have to find ways we have to learn new habits to recognize our emotional state and to bring that boil or the overwhelm down back into a controllable state maybe we're feeling starved physically maybe we're feeling starved emotionally maybe we're hopeless about a person or a project or a relationship or a deadline maybe we're overwhelmingly fatigued without the sign of reprieve ahead. So there's no break. And those pieces, those, those signals that our body begins to give us in those, in those times, they're stress signals. And it really requires us to stop, to listen, and to respond in healthy ways. Now, my client base has a whole range of situations are, are coming from a, a whole range of backgrounds. So I definitely see anxiety and relationship challenges and emotional challenges and all sorts of things. And it's so important. I find it so essential for people to find a place to ground themselves and to reconnect with their interoception. And I'm going to give you three ways to reconnect with your interoception just kind of being aware of where where your body is in space that's kind of more proprioception but what i'm talking about is more the stress signals that are happening within your body and the first one is to find your calm find your calm and you can do that many ways. You can do that with breathing, deep breaths, slow, deep breaths, breathe in, breathe out, 
calm box breathing where you are essentially drawing an imaginary box with your breath. You inhale up one side, exhale across the top, inhale down the other side and exhale across the bottom. Breathe in with counting one, two, three, four, count down four, three, two, one. Lots of uh, techniques to elongate your breathing, to get you more aware of your breathing, but breathing can be so essential to reconnecting with those signals that are happening in your body and to find ways to calm your body. Also stretching and breathing through tense areas. There are many times when I'm struggling and I'm under stressful deadlines or stressful moments within the day, I will stop and just stand up and stretch. And it's so, it's so refreshing, it's so resetting, it it brings me focus and clarity, and it really calms all the signals in my body in a way that I can just reconnect with what I'm doing. Also, rapid journaling. So just write whatever for five minutes, pick a journal prompt, what would you love to eat on a sunny beach in Turks and Caicos? Right. I don't know <laughs> that that's uh, that, you know, and just write on it for for five minutes. Describe the air, describe the weather, describe the sand. Do you like sand? Do you not like sand? All the things. But rapid journaling could help. And just really what it does is, is it disengages from from the environment in a healthy way and really kind of prompts your your brain to start just kind of thinking about things a higher brain a higher thinking versus this the the more primal thinking of survival and hunger and and need and and lack so uh, rapid journaling can help lists writing lists down I don't love lists I used to be a huge list fan uh, but I get I lose my lists a lot so be careful with lists um, but if that helps you then go for it and it's a great starting place uh, unless you are, are kind of advanced in in, in time, time management and managing tasks and things like that that's a that's a whole skill and and many programs out there for that but list making can can get the the small stuff off of your plate and off of your head and really kind of also get you in that kind of higher brain thinking a more more intentional thinking about bigger ideas and more creativity and so uh, those are some ways to find your calm the second is and this is a bit more practical and 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 really also in that primal brain of having meal times you need to have meal times there are certain times of day when you're eating and there are other times of day when you are not eating and really what that does is it helps you hear your body's feedback between meals so hunger how hungry are you full are you thirsty? It's really important to hear those signals, to know that they're there, to know that they exist, how strong they get, how weak they get, how accurate they are. It's really important to know and get used to and learn about those signals in your body. And some of us have numbed ourselves because we don't have meal times and we eat 
all times of day and we snack all the way through the day and we eat really late at night and we eat sometime in the morning and then we're starving or because we didn't eat or we're not starving because we didn't eat or whatever it is. Uh, have meal times, if, if nothing else, for just hearing your body's feedback between those meals. And then also hydrate and, and, and know what it is to feel thirsty. I actually feel thirsty right now. You probably hear it. I'm probably swallowing a lot in your ear. I so apologize. <laughs> but feeling thirsty, taking bathroom breaks, and knowing that you need to go to the bathroom, all of these things are signals. They're very basic signals. But if we are not paying attention to them, what it can start to breed is stress and stress in your in our bodies. If we're not paying attention to our thirst signals, if we're not paying attention to our bathroom needs and our, and our hunger and things like that, they can create stress in our bodies. Also, eat better. So have meal times, but eat better at those meals. When I say eat better, of course, I'm going to recommend protein and produce, protein and fiber. Those are so key to, to longevity, to long-term health and, and promoting overall health, better energy, sustained satiety or fullness so that you're not feeling hungry all throughout the day. If you need three meals, do you need four meals? Do you need five meals? Decide and, and appropriately distribute the, the food through those meals, but at the same time, eat well during those meals, always coupling that protein and fiber component, right? And then the last category is to exercise. Exercise is so key for awakening your body and its senses to what's, what's happening within your body. Watch your heart rate, listen for, for fatigue, for overheating, for pain, for aches. You Exercise also brings all sorts of just hormonal balance sustain satiety again, sustain feelings of fullness or, or that hunger balance. Hunger cues are a bit more accurate when you're exercising. You'll get an energy boost and you'll get better sleep overall when you've exercised. And overall, you have a better body system regulation happening. So your body is really giving a more appropriate feedback, more healthy feedback. It's better able to stabilize in, in more stressful situations. So that exercise is super key, right? I want you overall, and this is not number four, but this is really what I want you to take away from this, is that I want you to participate in programs that consider your whole health, your whole lifestyle. I want you to listen to podcast that contribute to your whole health and your whole lifestyle and, and social media and all these things. A lot of times we're thinking of, we need entertainment. We need to, to disappear or disengage. And what I would love for you to do is find ways to re-engage with your body, with your reality. And of course, I know one, it's Body Habit Rescue. It is opening back up on September 24th. But if, if you can't get to the Body Habit Rescue, I do want to encourage you to find those programs that, that really support your whole health. 
I would love to talk to you more about your whole health and the five habit areas. So please do not miss September 19th at 11 a.m. Make sure you sign up fitwithmommylou.com. I also wanted to give you a couple book recommendations around this interoception kind of thought. It's, I don't think they mention interoception, but they really talk about the body and a body awareness and connectedness and disconnectedness. One is really popular. You probably have heard of heard of it. If you've not read it, go get it. It's a it's a lengthy book, but it's really worth the read. It's called The Body Keeps the Score by Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. It's so uh, insightful and just the compassion he exudes is is really just. I really, really enjoyed have enjoyed that book. And then Your Brain Is Always Listening, and that's by Dr. Daniel Amen. And that, again, is just that body-mind connection, that awareness, the, the psychology that is connected to the biology of your body and, and just really how that, that is, uh, how as, they, as it gains popularity, it's also gaining popularity in research and how it, it really is essential that our mind is connected to what our body is doing overall. So I hope today's podcast has been helpful for you. Please consider coming to hang out with me in the Body Habit Rescue Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Body Habit Rescue, or join me on September 19th. And otherwise, be well. Let's move, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful to you, please pass to a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews are so supportive to me and to others. I read every one. Until next time, let's move, friend.